a special guest and an amazing dear friend that I've known for 21 years. DJ J. Nice, what's up? How are you? I'm fine, how are you today? Another day in bed. Yes, well, I thank you so much for joining me on my show out of your busy schedule because I have noticed that you've been traveling all over the world. <laughs> just a and little you just bit. got back from Dubai. Mm -hmm. Yep, it's amazing. Yes, so I thank you so much because we missed last season, yep, season I two. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna round back and make sure that you get on for third season. So thank I you. I wasn't gonna miss it this time. <laughs> well, thank you so, so much. So tell me, how's it going in Vegas? If you can also give my viewers and listeners a small introduction about yourself and also, you know, where you house your DJing in Las Vegas, because I know you usually have a residency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, my name is Jay Nice. Of course, I'm based out here in Las Vegas. I moved to Vegas from Atlanta. Um, had a great opportunity to come out here uh, to, to work in Atlanta, I mean, work in Las Vegas. Uh, with Floyd Mayweather. So, uh, of course, I was already doing amazing things in Atlanta with Shaquille O'Neal. Of course, uh, that's how you and I, you know, originally met 20 years ago. And then, um, uh, and then I just had opportunity to come to Vegas to work with Floyd. And then uh, I came out here to work on music and things of that nature with Floyd. And then uh, they didn't, the record label didn't, you know, transpire. But, you know, once you're out here and you're making moves and you're meeting people and, you know, things of that nature, you decide, hey, man, you know, I didn't want to go back to Atlanta. So I said, I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna stay here in Vegas. So, you know, since I've been in Vegas, you know, I've had, you know, wow, like four or five nightclub residencies. Um, of course, you know, me being a DJ coming from Atlanta, we, we want to promote, we want to do our own because when I first came out here, they, they wouldn't let me, you know, because they wouldn't, they wouldn't let, um, they weren't doing hip hop like that. They weren't doing R and B like that. It was all, you know, dance music, pop music, you know, stuff like that. And they, they didn't really want, you know, too much color in, in the casinos at that time. And then, uh, so for me to be able to do my own thing, you know, you have to go and say, Hey, you know, you gotta, they always say gamble betting yourself. So I basically just bet on myself. You know, I wind up, you know, doing a bunch of, uh, talking to a bunch of casinos and like, you know, Hey man, what day are y'all closed? What day y'all not, y'all not open, you know? do your own because I could do my own thing and you know they 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 didn't believe you they didn't believe me <laughs> and they, they didn't believe I could get it done so you know long story short you know I'm uh you know nine nine years later you know five or six residencies later you know I'm coming up on a brand new residency starting in 2024 congrats uh I had to take this year off from uh from pool season, which kind of hurt me a little bit. You know, I was kind of mad. Everybody was upset that I didn't have a pool, but um, the terms that the new venue had given me was that, you know, I had to, you know, it, you know, when you leave one residency, you have to take some time away and then go to another one, you know? So they wanted me just to totally separate myself from this other venue and uh, for me to rebrand and, we'll start that uh, in November. So I'm excited about that. That's New amazing. Chapter. So you're going to start this November? Uh, no. Next so, November. 
no, no, no. So we start planning for a uh, pool season for 2024 in late November, beginning of December. We don't open till March oh, of 2024. Okay. Got you. But you know, Vegas is six months ahead trying to plan everything we need to do. So we have, um, uh, we have Formula One coming up in Vegas, which is uh, November the 16th, 17th, 18th. So right now, everybody's mindset is on Formula One and Super Bowl. They're not thinking about oh nothing else. Oh my gosh, that's right. Super Bowl's going to be in Las Vegas. <laughs> you know how big that is? And Formula yeah, One. They're both huge. And, yep, wow. Yep, yep. So I'm doing a lot, a lot of stuff. With so Formula I know one, who to so buck. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. My my kid's mom, she's even doing events. So I'm like, hey, you know, everybody's trying to get it in. So I'm, you know, super excited for everybody. It's a great opportunity. It really for is. I think, um, also offline, I think I want to round back in regards to Wendy Roll Daily and see what, you know, what we could do. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Me, you know, I'm I'm connected. I'm doing most of my stuff that I'm doing is at the Virgin oh, Hotel, great. which is right there on Pit Row. So it's right there, and you know, we can walk. Oh, that's, that's so how. fabulous! Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, know, thank you. You. yeah I told I told you that people going to be in Las Vegas. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then while I'm doing all this, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm working on building my own lounge. So I got my hands, I got my hands tied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. You understand? You know, it's, been it's such, such a, a long, long time. time, and it's well deserved. So well yeah, deserved. So we've been. I know. So that's gonna be yes. my retirement, actually. I have one more year. It's gonna be one more year. I'm doing like 50. I'm gonna do my my final lap, my final lap tour. Then oh it's like... man, Jay, that's so beautiful. <laughs> and you know why I'm so happy because we've had this conversation like the beginning of the year in terms of what you wanted to do in terms of planning. So the alignment just yeah. happened for you. It's been sitting right yeah. there for you. Uh, it's coming together, you know, God, God willing, you know, I've been, trust me, it's been a lot of days yeah. I've cried, you know, praying, yeah. praying to God, mistakes I've made, thought back and, you know, and actually, you know, I, I, I learned a lot yes. when I went to Dubai, you know, because I went to Dubai and it's a very, you know, spiritual type yes. of uh, country. So I went to Dubai and I went to one of the mosques and I just had one of those like overwhelming feelings when you, yes. walk, when you walked in. And I just sat on the side and I just sat there for about two hours. I'm sitting there saying to myself, man, you know, uh, you know, you got to change a bunch of things. You know, you got to change <laughs> a bunch of things and uh, the way you acting and the way you reacting. And, you know, it's a lot. So, you know, that 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 gave me a lot of awakening. So then I had a lot of stuff to think about on my 16 hour flight back home also. And uh, so when I touched back in the United States, I was, you know, very thankful and very happy. And then uh, I just got to implement some of the changes and, you know, mindset that I've, uh, you know, that I went through while I was out there and then, you know, had opportunity to, you know, to sit yes. and think because I just need to get away and reset. I am so, reset, so, you know? so happy so, for you. No, I'm <laughs> like, wow. That's like a big yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> it's still, it's yeah, still it's a process, a process but, but you know, it's I'm... yours. And now you yeah. know. 
It's nothing like the yeah. knowing. That's just like with yeah. my show and and the strike happening. And it really hit home for me. Like, you mm -hmm. know what? I need to focus on my brand, Wendy Rowe Daily. I can't keep shelving it. Yeah. And then something happens and I bring it back down. I bring back down my agency. Mm -hmm. No, no more. I, right. yeah. So I right. totally get it. And congratulations yeah. to you. <laughs> so now yeah. we're going to kick off uh, with your introduction and background. To kick things off, can mm -hmm. you share a bit about your journey into the world of DJing? And how did you get started? And what sparked your passion for music? <laughs> wow, that's a very interesting uh, question there. Well, I started because, you know, when I was uh, attending Morgan State University back in Baltimore, um, you know, I uh, had a friend of mine. He was a DJ. You know, he was working on a radio station but I was playing football and baseball. So that was my whole thing. Football, baseball, every day, all day. That's all of my, my whole plan was. But, um, you know, uh, I, I used to, you know, walk home from school every day from high school, you know, at the time. Um, you know, and we had, we had to pass, pass by his house. And then I would always go by his house because he was doing music and I'll be sitting there doing homework, you know, while he's doing, like practicing and doing music and you know he was playing you know music and i was like man dude you're very talented his name was uh gary so i was like dang you're very talented dude so then you know we used to listen to the radio because he used to play on mm -hmm. uh v103 the radio station in uh in baltimore at the time and um so i just was like okay cool listening to him because he would make his mix like right there put it on a cassette tape <laughs> You know, at the time, you know, because we all on a cassette tape, and he would take it to the radio station, and he'd be on the microphone, but he'd be playing the mix. So he would always give me a shout out, you know, you know, give give a shout out to my boy Jay. We sat and put this mix together. I'm like, we, <laughs> like I do nothing. I just sat here, but okay, thank you. And then, um, you know, you know, over a while, I just kept practicing, kept practicing with him. You know, he was teaching me how to do this, and teaching me how to hook the equipment up. You know, it's so funny because, you know, he taught me more of the troubleshooting of like, like, if this don't work, this is how you fix it. If this ain't working, this is how you fix it. If this is how you work, this is how you go backwards, like go from here to this. You know, he, so he taught me that part, which is kind of crazy because, you know, I, I wound up having to use so much of that and I didn't even know that <laughs> I would have to use it. So uh, one day. And I'll just fast forward a little bit. Uh, one day, you know, I'm after, after after high school, I went to college. I went to Morgan. And then um, I was there freshman, I think it was like freshman, you know, dance or something like that. And we had, uh, this is how oh, I met wow. Frank Ski. That's how long <laughs> I've known Frank. Um, I met Frank Ski and he was supposed to, because he, he worked at the radio station with Gary. So Frank was supposed to come in uh, to DJ at our college and something happened and he couldn't make it. So, you know, I knew everyone, you know, the girls that was doing it because they were Deltas and, you know, a few girls that were Deltas, some girls were AKAs and they were all on student government, you know, and they were putting it together. And um, they all knew that my friend Gary did music. So they said, Jay, you should call your friend. You know, he's a DJ, he always give me a shout out on the radio. And I was like, okay, let me call him. So I run and call Gary and I'm like, yo, they need a DJ, Frank couldn't show up. 
And he was like, man, I can't. I got to be on the air. He's like, just go to the house and get the equipment. You know, um, Eric will be there to open the door for you. I'm like, what? Wait, 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 wait. What? He's like, go get the stuff. Everything is there. All the turntable, the mixer stuff is there. You know, da, 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 da. you know, all the music is in the, in the, in the milk crates because yeah. we had milk crates at the time. And, uh, you know, it's so funny. So I went and got all this stuff. You know, I'm I'm just as nervous as I can be, Wendy. And then um, this is how I met, uh, yes. I don't know if you know, Joe Claire. I remember. I remember. You know, the comedian. Rap City. It's so funny because I want to watch the I want to watch the episode because we own, uh, we both are on Rap City today. Yeah, I They're heard. Doing a I seen on Rap that. City. So about to... <laughs> he told me I was on there. I didn't even know. So uh, somebody called me from Atlanta. I was like, yo, I just saw you. They were, t- they were showing the documentary last week for the BET Awards. But, um, you know, so Joe was just like, you know, Jay, come on, we can do it. And I'm like, all right. And then, um, you know, we played some music and everybody was having a good time. They loved it. And I never looked back since. And I was. That's amazing. 19, 19 give or take 19. I said about, I would say, let's see, eight, 18. I went to college. I graduated from high school. So we went to school in 19. So they're like that 19, like so my freshman year. Amazing. Give or take. I've been doing it ever since, you know, and I'm what on my third passport, you know, traveled around and DJ for a bunch <laughs> of artists, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So it was no, that that's it. <laughs> That was, oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. When I say mm-hmm. that's some legacy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, that's major. So many DJs mm-hmm. draw inspiration from various sources. Could you tell us about some of your musical influences and how they have shaped your style as a DJ? Well, you know, it's it's kind of like musically shaping is a little different for me because, you know, I, I love so many different genres of music. I hate just to say this, just do the same thing all over and over again. But, you know, when I was um, trying to learn more and I, I still, you know, I'm, you know, I might not get, you know, any accolades or credit from him. But, you know, when I at first was getting started and I wanted to learn more, um, you know, I was doing stuff on, on campus and you know, learning. And then, um, cause Frank had, Frank Ski had missed a gig. So he wound up having to come back and do a gig. And I wind up my whole night, the whole night I sat there and like watched him DJ. And he just came into the school and just, everybody just went crazy. He just destroyed it. And just his, um, his, his music and, his microphone skills and, you know, I mean, he wasn't a grit scratcher, a turntablist, but, you know, he didn't know how to, you know, play the music and stuff like that. So I like studied and watched, you know, I watched and, and, and every time he would throw a party, I would go, you know, and listen and, uh, and watch. So I watched him an awful lot and I took a lot of that from him. And then, you know, from there, you know, I wound up, you know, meeting Kid Capri. And then once I met Capri, it was a rap, you know what I'm saying? He, he's just the epitome of, yes. you know, a showmanship for a DJ, you know what I'm saying? So, um, for a club rocker, make people dance and party and everything. So he's, you know, at the, you know, pedestal at the top of everything. So for me to be able to play in larger rooms and bigger crowds, I mean, you know, it's different playing in, you know, a lounge, you know, 200 people, you know, but when you're trying to perform in front of, you know, 5,000, 10,000 people, you got to have your shit together. 
and he he didn't have no no uh no tape no playback it was all wax and he just would grip and he took me to the next level you know frank showed me in the beginning how to do it and then watching kick capri was an opportunity for me just to learn so much more and then from there you know you take your time you practice you keep doing it you keep doing it and then i had some really great friends i'm not gonna lie i had some really great friends that be like yo jay <laughs> you're good come on let's go do this party okay yeah you're good come on let's do this jay you good come on let's do this and i wanted just doing some of the most amazing you know parties the celebrity parties that i would never thought that i would ever you know have an opportunity to do but you know having good friends like you you know and so many other great friends that yeah, we had you know, a, gave me we, a chance we so you know that's why had a lot of projects together <laughs> we really did and hopefully yep, so. you know moving forward and forth with you know bringing my businesses that i built from the ground up back off the shelf um mm -hmm. yeah we definitely gonna yeah parlay some future projects yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we so have listeners to, yeah, often sure. connect mm -hmm. with DJs who have a distinctive style. How would you describe your signature style and what do you think sets you apart from other DJs in the industry? Well, you know, in, in, in this in this in this world right now, distinctive style is uh is something that you can't you you, you can't have anymore because before you know, like Biz, everybody knew Biz because Biz had the old school. You couldn't get it nowhere. You only heard the 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 track itself on TV or something like that from a commercial or intro to a, 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 a movie or a TV show. Like Biz had all that. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, uh, you know, a Kid Capri would always get all the new music because of, because of the labels would give him all the new music and things like that. So you know uh distinctive styles now it's 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 out the window because now uh, you can you get on a computer type you know they got dudes <laughs> in the club shazamming your whole set they got their phone and everything that you play you know and i play on the fly so if you play on the fly and things are just coming into your mind and you feel the vibe of the room the energy from the room and you just say oh this mix will go dope let me try this and just see if it works and if it actually works and does well and then you go to another club and you're like wait a minute I saw you in the club last week, but I just wanted to come support you and you're going to play what I just played. Like, come on, dude, really? You know, so, you know, so the distinctive sound now is like, it's really, you know, basically I'm not going to lie, it's out the window. So really right now it just gets to the point where, you know, everybody want to, you know, hear how you play and, you know, they rather hear because you are a good, you know, DJ and you still got your craft and you can still mix you know so many genres of music and it makes it come together as one instead of just stop play stop play you know you can master mixing all these songs together with you know reggae reggaeton afro beats pop and edm and hip-hop yes. and all those things you can mix them together so with that being said it's 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 more or less that way because you know there is no uh you know there's no you can't separate yourself. Not not in the urban world. Like on EDM world, you know, they got the guys that do, do big rooms, the big loud music, and they got the house music, you know, um, and then they got, you know, bass music. So, you know, they have those different genres. But for us, it's just hip hop, R and B, and now, you know, Apple yes. Beats is taking over so huge right now. So 
oh my goodness, I, I, I believe that if you're not in that yeah. world right now, you're going to get lost because I think they're they're surpassing um, uh, Afrobeats and, and reggae, just to be honest, is basically Period. surpassing hip hop right now because pop music is trash. And then, um, you know, even with me traveling, you know, and I went to Dubai, that's all you heard in the club. White people dancing to it, you know, uh, you know, Indian people dancing to it, you know, and, you know, it was just the whole Afrobeat yes. vibe and culture is, yes. is totally surpassing what we're doing. It's you know, good and they, vibe music. It's good vibe music. Everybody's on a good vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it's good vibe music. Like everybody's having a great time. It's not even about, and everybody's dancing, not in the <laughs> club, just standing around looking. Like everybody's club dancing, having a great time. So you know, I, I'm letting I'm letting DJs know that's going to be our future because we just don't have. I mean, I just don't believe that um, the talent circle right now, as far as our music, is just available to us. I mean, I think. You know, uh, I've seen Divine Stevens, I've seen um, Jermaine Dupree and a few others trying to bring, you know, R&B back a little better than it, it was. I mean, if it, if it ain't for Chris Brown, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, we wouldn't have nothing else to play in the club. You know, you're not, I mean, because everything else, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's some other people that got some ballots and great, you know, stuff. But if, as far as, you know, j the jagged edges and the, you know, the cases that made songs for the club and for you to, you know, the vibe to in your crib, them days is over you know so you know so we we missing that far as the talents you know the talent pool for us dj so you know i'm i'm very excited for you know the afrobeats world and i'm glad that i had a chance to you know um, i've been uh had opportunity to meet a lot of the bigger you know afrobeats djs these guys thousands are playing in front of hundreds of thousands of people yes and i i looked at this uh this guy, he's a he's a DJ out of Dubai, and um, you know he he played, you know, in front of a crowd, like I guess it was like two months ago over there in Dubai. You know, it was a month ago. It was just hot as hell. So it was a month ago, and it was a hundred thousand people out there. And when I say everybody's partying, everybody partying, anybody no standing around, anybody buying bottles, <laughs> you know, ain't none of that. Everybody so partying and having a great time. And I, like, if I ever, you know, if I wasn't so old <laughs> and wanted to trans and wanted to, you know, uh, transition into something else, I'm like, man, listen, I, I would definitely, you know, jump back into it. But you know, at the end of the day, if if the opportunity came, because I'm gonna still keep up with my music, no matter what, you know, having my lounge or, you know, still doing my my pool and stuff of that, I'm still keeping my music. So at the end of the day. Anybody feel they want to test and they, I'm still yeah, like, you're well versed, we, I do this um, in terms of your club. genres of music. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's one of the reasons why you've yeah, been yeah. a resident in Vegas for so long and had a residency because of your verse, yeah. you know, in very vast in music. Yeah. 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 So that's wonderful. Yeah. I have to be very diverse, you know, because I've got a lot of these days that come from like Alabama and Florida and they come out here. And I try to tell them, you know, I'm like, dude, like if if you're not used to playing for every type of nationality, you 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 just you're not going to work. You can't just come here and think that you're going to play future and a little baby all day. It's it's not going to work. It's not, you know. And I tell these guys all the time, and they they say, oh man, you know, I I can do this. And they come out here, and then the, the entertainment director like, man, get, get him off. 
get him off. He's trash. Get him off. Yeah, I've seen it. I, I've seen it. You know, I've, I've seen some of these some of these artists that come out here with their DJs and their DJs, you know, because they want to come to Vegas. Oh, man, I need 15, 20, 30 minutes to play before my, before the artist go on. And the entertainment director be like, sure, go ahead. And then he'll come to me. Man, get him, get him up off here. He's killing our room, you know. So, you know, I, I, I'm I'm serious. So, you know, I, I tell people all the time. You yeah. Know, if you're not well you, diverse, you definitely you stay have to you learn. You know, if, and that's if, with you know, any industry. You have to master, you know, what it is that you're wanting to convey, and you have to be experienced. You know. Mm-hmm. You have to be experienced. Have to be experienced. So throughout your yeah, career, that's, that's you must have yes. had some incredible experiences performing at different events. Could you share a particular memorable gig or moment <laughs> that stands out in your mind, and what made it special for you? I heard All you right, laughing. So, so you're. I have you're, one that was. So you, you must know, already I, have I, one. I have, <laughs> yeah, I know because I heard you. I'm like, I have so many. I have so many. I mean, I've ha- I've had so many great opportunities. Um, the one that I think that stands out the most for me was um, when I first uh, moved to Atlanta from Baltimore. Um, this was ninety five, I think ninety five, ninety six, give or take, right? And um, uh, my friend Maciel Price is a really good friend of mine. I've known him since I was a kid. You know, he was uh, he was out on the road with Tupac. That's how long I've known him. And uh, he was in Atlanta and I was in Atlanta and he's like, Jay, I need you to DJ for me. I'm like, okay, for what? You know, he's like, I need you to DJ for me. Um, First, we're going to stop in DC and then we're going to go back to come back to Atlanta. So I'm going to fly you up to DC and as you do this party for, for, uh, for an artist. (laughs) I'm like, okay, cool. Who is it? He's like Tupac. I was like, stop lying. He's like, yo, Jay, come on, come do this party. So we flew is um is we flew to DC, did the party, and then um, you know, he was like, Okay, cool, I meet you back in Atlanta. I was like, Okay, cool. We got to Atlanta and he picks me up in the, he picks me up from the airport in this big ass tour bus. And I was like, Okay, cool, what we doing? What we doing? And I get <laughs> I get on the bus and guess who's sitting on the bus? No, fucking Biggie oh and Craig Mack. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and we were oh, they were going to perform at Freaknik. I remember that. Well, Jack the Rapper was ninety two, so and that was, was back to back like, combined that same weekend. This was this was prior. This is prior to me, you know, moving, you know, being in Atlanta. But you know, he's like, "Come on, man, we doing Freaknik. It's 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 gonna be a hundred thousand people." I'm like, man, he's serious. He's like, yo, come on. So we wind up going and doing that. And then big, and then, you know, we were, I, I was on the bus. <laughs> I remember like it was yesterday. I talked, to, I talked to Diddy about this like a little while ago. We were sitting on the bus, right? And um, I seen all these big Mac boxes. I'm like, what is all this big Mac crap? And then, you know, cause you know, boy Diddy is, was, was a marketing genius back then. So you know what he did, you know, he partnered with McDonald's and put, Biggie's uh, cassette tape on one side, put some lettuce in the middle, and put Craig Mack in inside, and put that it in the McDonald's box amazing. and just give it out to people. And, and that was Big Mac. You know what's funny? I remember I, seeing a picture like that too. Blown away. But I didn't know that that was the campaign. Yep. 
Yeah, I was blown away. Yeah, I said, that dude, Diddy, got to be the smartest man on the planet. Yeah. I would have never, oh, goodness gracious, to this day. And I, I said to him, and we wind up, I wind up doing that event and everything in, in Atlanta. And it and was like one it, of the biggest things. And ironically, I, I, last I year, Labor Day weekend, <laughs> you did his Diddy Love uh, Labor Day weekend um, event that I attended, which was yep. huge. I had a it great is, time. Yeah. 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 And then Wendy, I tell you, I, I, I never, I never left Atlanta after that. Like I did that. I, I packed my stuff. I said, yo, I'm over to Atlanta. Atlanta's popping. I'm like, I'm good. I left. I packed my stuff out of Baltimore and yeah, drove my ass insane. all the way and down to Georgia. And then 2002, I show up. Then we started working together. And well, your office yeah. and Shaquille O'Neal's office, we were yeah, all on the yeah, same yeah, floor. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yep, I, was, yeah. I started working with him yeah. in uh, 2001. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Deja we were on the same floor. We, we made the office in your building, in that building the same building that you was in. But that's just, it's mm-hmm. great yep. history. And uh, <laughs> consistency is really, it's everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm, you know, to be honest with you, you know, uh, throughout all the yes. trials and tribulations, I'm very thankful and blessed that I'm still able to do it. You know, I, I, I had sat down the other day and I said, Dude, yeah. you, you still it's your passion out here doing it. Yeah. Keep moving, you know? You, and, you yeah. Keep, and I have to moving. agree with you because you know, even with myself, you know, like, you like, I, like me knowing you and so many others, you know, I've, as a, a woman being in this business, you know, I hung steadfast, focused, you know, I never, I stayed in my lane. Mm-hmm. And um, my niche was always entertainment, fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I was ob- always able to have a diverse mm-hmm. uh, business relationships. That's great. So the- yeah. 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 yeah, you've always you've always had a great relationship with so many people. I mean, I, I, I've seen you around like so many entertainers and so many like just great people, great and you know people that that influenced so many industries of music and fashion and you know just the whole business itself. And I'm like, you know, every time I look at you on Facebook or things you've done in the past, I'm like, man, Wendy is rocking. <laughs> Wendy always rocking. You, you know, I'm like, Thank man, yeah, Wendy's good. always rocking. I, I'm so really, proud of her. <laughs> honestly, I mind my business too. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Right. Yeah. Tell people a lot of time, man. Yeah, Find your business. that's the way I stay winning. And don't get consumed and, with everybody else's and crap. It's hard you know, work, I, I, but I'm, that's what keep me guided is my literally minding my business. Yeah, people become trying to come <laughs> me with the gossip. I'm like, man, uh, that's why I don't watch. You know, I don't watch these gossip shows. I'm like, man, yeah. listen, man, I'm good. Yeah, you know, somebody will come tell and me something. And it's funny like, you mm. say that because the same year <laughs> I've had relationships for so long. You know. You know, it's like, well, I, I'm kind of rooted, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like a tree, you know, you know, like when you plant a tree, it's like, well, you're going to have to maybe pay mm-hmm. the city, you know, to, to cut my roots that stretch kind of across from the West coast to the East coast. You know, I stay rooted with my relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the music industry and DJing in particular yeah, 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 has sure. seen significant changes over the years in terms of technology and trends, which are we're, we're talking about it right now. How do you stay current and adapt to these mm-hmm. changes and 
what role do you mm. think technology plays in shaping the future of D the DJ culture? Well, you know, it's kind of um, it's kind of one of those things. You know, you have to be uh, open and willing to learn. Like, um, like for instance, when we, you know, we were first doing um, milk crates with records. You know, carrying ten crates of records to the club, you got you can't do it by yourself. You got to you got to have three <laughs> or four friends because you got ten crates of records. Everybody walking in the club, you know, and it, and then um, Pioneer. Um, what year was this? Um, I got to think about what actual year it was. Pioneer came, and they came out with these things called CDJs, right? Which is now the industry standard in every nightclub across the world. They came with these things called CDJs. So it's so funny because my first time ever being on Rap City, uh, uh, it was, was it? No, it wasn't my first time. My first time in New York on Rap City was with Big Tigger. I was doing Rap City when it was in D.C. with Joe Claire. You know, Joe was on it. I did a lot. But the first time we go on in New York City for the first time, I had went and... Pioneer had these things called CDJs. And I told Tigger, I was like, yo, I want to debut these new, you know, CDJs that Pioneer just came out with. And he was like, word? I was like, yeah. So I get to uh, New York <laughs> and I'm carrying them, you know, with my backpack and I'm carrying these, you know, because they came in flight cases. I had caught the train up from, uh, from Baltimore and, uh, you know, and I took these, uh, these CDJs, uh, cause I, I was in, I was in Baltimore at the time first, um, cause I was visiting, you know, and then I, uh, I took them there and you put a CD in and you can do this. And the, the, the producer was like, what are those big ticket was like, yo, what are those Jay? So I'm playing music, you know, and, and using them. Wow. Everybody's like, holy shit. But you know, it's so funny. I never got credit for it. First, I believe, and I can't say if possible, but far as on on in the, in the urban community, I know then well I was one of the first people wow. to debut those so uh, CDJs on Rap City on BET. You know, have that conversation, so then, or maybe I, I got I need to find out. You know what I'm saying? Because it's so crazy. Um, but you know, but since then, like I was to get, to get back to, I mean, finishing your question is you have to want to adapt. You know, we went from you know doing a bit, carrying a bunch of records to carrying a bunch of CDs to now we just using a computer, you know, and now it's even worse. They got these, this little thing is a junk drive. That's a, that's a one terabyte junk drive wow. that you could put your library that will hold almost a million songs <laughs> on one little right. junk drive. But you know, it's the bad part about it. You can't be scrolling through looking for goddamn all these damn songs, or, you know, you know, I, I would never go that far, but, mm -hmm. you know, as far as the technology, that's why a lot of us um, older DJs are still DJing because we, we can use a laptop. I mean, we can type it in real easy, you know, because our knowledge of music, you know, we can always sit back and be like, oh, okay, cool. I want to hear Common. I want to hear this. I want to hear Erica Badu, you know, this song, you know, da, 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 da. And it'll come right up. And next thing you know, like somebody can Wendy be like, hey, Jay. You know, um, I want to hear Sade. 
you know, that's my favorite. I haven't heard, you know, and you're playing something real sexy right so now. What I'm like, about okay, cool. When you I can guys type it in. Do like the mix and, and mix next thing you know, I'm playing Sade for, for And you're Wendy. using a laptop. <laughs> so how do you, how does that work? But see, then, you know, so now they have a, a music program, which is industry standard. It's called Serato. And it's it's a it's a music program and it's it 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 does you know it doesn't mix it for you, but it gives you the opportunity to the mix between the two songs, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's it's a great thing that Pioneer came up with. Um, you know, I you know it was funny the other day, I no. was like, We're about to be obsolete. I saw a robot DJing. So it's about to come up with CES, but CES this year, they it's gonna be ugly. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna get it's gonna get ugly, you know. So they got they got robots that you can you know that that's that you can program, you know. Say hey, this is my. It's like the AI stuff that they're saying. You know, this is the genre for the club, and this is the music we want to hear, and we want to hear music from <laughs> you know 2000 to 2023, and it'll it'll play differently. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, we you know. So you know, it, it's 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 about to get ugly. But you know, at the end of the day. You know, you got to find a way, find a way to yeah. adapt, find a way to get through it. You know, they can't do everything because you still can't interact with people and you, know, you still can't have that same energy. You can't walk up to the to the, to the the robot and smile at it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, you know I'm, I'm, in, I'm in it for the long haul until, you know, what yes. I think Grandmaster Flash said, yes. um, you know, you keep doing it until they don't want you no more. When they don't want you no more, then that's when you, you got to find something else to do. You know, same thing with rappers. Yeah. You know, when they stop calling your phone, you know, trying to book you, you got to find a way to pivot. Yeah. You know? so, well, who knows? Uh, you know, if you I'm have lucky in your lounge, you may end up hiring a couple of robots, <laughs> you, know? you know? So, oh, yeah. You know, yes. You know, that's, but that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to, I want to yes. help others. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I've been doing even with me doing my residencies, you know? When I had an opportunity to come play, someone gave me a chance. So I always talk to, you know, some DJs that I know that are good, that I know that can play the market. I would call them like, hey, man, you know, come on, come play. You know, I have an opportunity or I'm throwing a party. Come do it. Or I'm doing a show or whatever situation might be because I want to pass it, you know, because somebody gave me a chance. So I want to give others a chance. You know what I'm saying? So same thing with me in my lounge. I want to open my lounge Mm -hmm. and have an opportunity to give others an opportunity because somebody gave me an opportunity so you know i didn't want to go into the world of you know uh, of production and being a producer you know i've already toured with djs already i mean well excuse me with artists already so i'm over that and um but i knew that the nightclub business is what i really really wanted to do it's given me opportunity i gotta travel that far i can be home with my kids every night you know, I can go do my business and I can still do my shows and things of that nature. So that's, you know, where my main, you know, where my main focus is right now. I want to give yes, others an opportunity so because I wouldn't be doing I'm, what I have done honestly, throughout all these years without somebody giving me a chance. Yeah, Vanquish. I, this is so fabulous. Yeah. And it's so crazy because I'm like, oh, is lounge. that one of your sponsors? And you're like, no, it's my, it's my company. Yeah. I'm like, it's a great name. <laughs> and the logo and then your D-Nice t-shirt. <laughs> That's so nice. Yes. Nice brands. Nice, nice brands. Can you please tell Mm -hmm. my listeners how can they find you and in Vegas and as well as your social media? Okay. So my social media is really easy. It's DJJNICE. That's on Twitter, Facebook, 
Instagram, all of it's mine. Um, uh, if you type in the wrong and just do J Nice, like J A Y N I C E, people do that too. So it'll pop up on Facebook, but it won't on, on the so Instagram D- and stuff like that. So it's DJ Nice. No, it's T J N I C E across the board. So uh, J N I C E. Yes, correct. Across the board. So I'm uh, all that's mine. And then as far as when they come to Vegas, uh, this year, uh, they'll be able to find me um, at Blue Martini. Uh, I just ended my um, my residency with Light and Daylight and Tau Group. So I'm moving to other venues right now. So, you know, until the ink is dry, you know, but still, you can always catch me on, on my Instagram. I'm always posting because I always do a lot of yes. you know, corporate events here or special events at nightclubs because, you know, it's Vegas. So it's always something special going on. Um, and you know, I, you know, it's so funny because, you know, in Atlanta, I've been in Atlanta for so many years. And I never worked in a strip club before. I was like, everybody's like, Jake, why don't you work in a strip club? You know? And I was like, man, because I like doing other clubs. I like doing, like, I want people to party and have a good time. And then I went to 11 in Miami and it's like a strip club nightclub. It's a party. Right. And then the one club that, that opened here, which is crazy horse three, they want to bring that same type of vibe. And it was like, we, we don't want it to be. A regular strip, but we want to be like a nightclub, but girls are dancing. Da, yeah. da, da. And they like gave me an opportunity, so you know I'm the first one that they the guinea pig. So um, so now I'm at I'm at Crazy Horse, so they they want me there, you know, Fridays and Saturdays, but they still let me travel they and do the other stuff. Thing. So now all the other uh, strip clubs yes. here in Vegas are trying, you know, trying to implement because they want they want some of that nightclub money. But you know, the only thing about it was nobody wanted to come because the music mm-hmm. wasn't nightclub music it's always you know something a dancer want to hear or some crap that's great but see now they have djs yeah. and we're in there it's like basically you come in it's like a nightclub you know you got, but you got girls dancing but you know people coming in and then we're right across from the radio great. stadium so everybody be coming in here it'd be packed so i, I love it. it's a great yes. opportunity as a good well setting, vegas is you know, great uh, i know i enjoyed myself setting trends again um, in vegas. last year <laughs> i needed that little getaway too I, yeah, I really enjoyed myself. Yeah. I know. So you, I know, and I really, I really, honestly, I really, I really I'm planning for Super Bowl, and we're gonna chat so I could see, you know. Okay. Okay. You better, you better okay. come for or you better come Formula One. But let me tell you, even if I'm not DJing, we can go anywhere. I got you. You know, my kid's mom called me every day. She's like, hey, I want to go see such and such. I want to go see such and such. She called me the other day. She said, I want to go see Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang going to be in town. Can you give me a ticket? I'm like, so, yeah, you know, like I said, I got, I got the plug. So whatever you every, whatever you, you get in town with, it, my God, yes. you can go anywhere. Yes. You got the best restaurant. That would be amazing. Kids, you know, that's family. Yeah, come on. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, because I, you know, I'm a workaholic. So, I am. So I, I got it. Um, but me being a workaholic is my passion. So that's how I get lost in translation because it's my passion, mm-hmm. even though I'm working. But I need to learn how to get away from my passions to chill out. Right. You know? Yeah. The work part. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. You can do it. It's no big deal. You can do it. And the, 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 the drive yes. 
is what's most important. So it's driving you to, to, to continue to succeed. So you just can't turn, you can't turn it off. So at the end of the day, same thing I say to people, you know, as me being a DJ, it's like, <laughs> how do you feel when you go to nightclubs, you know, and listen up with DJs? I'm like, you know, you can't turn it off. <laughs> you know, you can go in there, you can try to have a good time, you talking and then you hear a DJ do something, you're like, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But nobody else is paying attention. You know what I'm saying? But we hear it because we're DJ. So, you know, you, you we can't right. turn it off. Like right. We just got to try to make it work. So you can't turn it off. You know, that's how it is. Make work, make work your work. Because at the end of the day, you could go into a venue and have a good time. And he's like, hey, I, I just seen such and such. I got a, I got a podcast. Right. And, um, and you know, just, who's your publicist? Let's uh, try to get you it's on the podcast. So you, you really, constantly really going to be trying to work. I really, really enjoyed our conversation. And, um, you know, and just even, it's always been great, always great great business, you know, great conversation. And I just, you know, all these years, you know, you've always, always looked out too. And I want to, I want to thank you. And I want to thank my listeners and my viewers for listening to DJ J Nice, legendary icon. And make sure you guys watch mm-hmm. Rap City yeah. uh, because that's <laughs> and Jay Nice is definitely yep. Jay, mm-hmm. DJ Jay Nice is definitely fifty yep. years yep. of hip hop. And I want to thank you, thank you for being on my show today. And I look forward <laughs> to rounding back. Hopefully, we can do something yeah. for Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, you know, I make it out there and then we could do yeah. something live. That would be great. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you come, I, I pray that you come. I pray that you come. Um, if you come for uh, Super Bowl or you come for Formula One, you can come. Uh, my kids' yes. mom's going to go to the Well, let her know. Let her know. We're going to round up and make something happen. Yeah, I look forward. And, uh, I really do. And thank you so much, Dave. Yeah, and thank you, everybody, <laughs> for tuning in. And timing and Windy World Daily with Windy Washington. Hi, everybody. My name is Windy, and I am the host of Windy World Daily with Windy Washington. Windy World Daily with Windy Washington is Monday through Friday for 15 minutes every morning exploring and introducing Hollywood's most trending topics to interviewing creative influencers and celebrities. I will be living a world daily of entertainment, fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. I can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. So make sure to subscribe and be ready to download Windy World Daily with Wendy Washington. I look forward to seeing you there.